Hello and welcome to another episode of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast with your hosts, Shelley and Bella. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 98 of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast. Hi everyone. So we got some feedback from a lot of people who said that they didn't mind our unedited They actually said they preferred the unedited podcast. So guess what we're doing again today? Yeah, we're flying by the seat of our pants. We are flying by the seat of something. I don't know whether it's by the by the seat of our pants or not, but we definitely uh, we definitely listen to what you guys say and we take that on board and uh, we will see how it goes. And as long as we don't make ourselves sound too stupid too often, what up? Count me out. <laughs> oh, guys, I tell you what, I got to tell you something that she did yesterday. Oh, are you really going to tell I this am gonna, story? I am going to tell this story. Oh right, my! We're going to get straight into it. Mm. Right into it now we had uh, a situation yesterday where bella has started a new job and she is quite stressed because in my opinion the level of training that she's received has not been adequate uh for the job that she's doing yet and as a result of that she and all of the people that she started work with really have found themselves in a really stressful situation dealing with this job when they haven't had sufficient training. So she came out of work yesterday. She's working from home just like I am. And uh, she was really, really stressed. So much so that she said to Bryce, who, by the way, is of age to buy alcohol, <laughs> you can go and get me some Jägermeister because I've had a day of it. Now, Bella does not usually drink. I have to add that. She is not a drinker. Um, and usually if she looks at a glass of wine, she's drunk. So <laughs> after a couple of shots of this Jägermeister yesterday, she would have been anybody's. Uh, no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> she was, she I... was really struggling, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was. But I was happy. Um, that's one thing I can say about you, <laughs> right? As far as drunks go, and you're not a drunk nice. by it, and, you know, and you're not a drunk <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But as far as drunks go, you are hysterical. <laughs> but I've never heard so much crap coming out of somebody's mouth <laughs> in all my life. A terrible thing to say. What was it you said? What was it you said? You kiss his mouth. What was it you said last time? Not this time, but what was it you said last time? Something that was absolutely bonkers. I don't know. I, I'm sure Bryce would remember. We'll have to get Bryce on the case later on. It had but, something to do with space, I think. But that's all I remember. Yeah, it was some weird thing. But anyway, yesterday. She, in front of Bryce, happened to to say, "How do you? No, hang on a minute. Let me get this right. Um, how do you guys learn to pee in a urinal?" Yeah, well, I asked him how he learned to pee in a urinal because I didn't teach him, and by the time he got here, he was twelve. So you didn't teach him. And well, no. So but, I mean, his dad might have taught him, but but then I said, well. You know, it's the same as peeing in the toilet, really. You just pee in a different direction, you know. And then you 
<laughs> you came out with the thing that you taught Bryce to now, pee. Now, I'm telling you. You taught Bryce to pee by peeing on a Cheerio. You ju- <laughs> you, I, I hope, I hope that you get some more hate mail for picking on me, but that's... <coughs> that's how I told him how to aim. I and I'm not the only person that's ever done it. But I mean, you were telling me how you told him to sink the Cheerio. Yeah, because you you yeah, and it keeps them pointed in the toilet rather than anywhere else. I wonder if Cheerios, Cheerios. Who makes Cheerios? Is that like Kellogg's or something? I don't know. But I wonder if they ever thought that that's what well, their cereal would be being used yeah, for. Yeah, right. Woohoo! <laughs> Rock on. We'll get some sort of message from them now. <laughs> I think it's Nestle, isn't it? Isn't I don't know. Nestle, I don't Cheerios? know. I don't know. But anyway, that's. I mean, you know, it worked. Well, kind of. Uh, you know, I don't watch him pee anymore, but I'm hoping it worked. Well. I, it's just interesting to me that peeing on a cheat. And although I gotta say that there is this thing in this country, in pubs now, if you go into the the male toilets in the urinals, they have a a sticker of a fly actually on the urinal. Ew! So you you pee on the fly. So I guess it's it's a similar sort of thing, but it just well, it mean, just made me laugh last I, night that that you were drunk and you I'm were going. <laughs> Who taught you to pee in a urinal? <laughs> like we were watching a show, and what was it? Oh, Superstore. Superstore. Super, yeah, yeah. We were watching Superstore. That is good. You got to watch out very on Netflix. Fu- That's very like funny, funny show. And I'm usually not one for dumb humor. Well, except for ours, you know, me and you. <laughs> but uh, but it is really good. But anyway, no. See, because. Cheerios, they float for quite a long time. Yeah, I get it. So so you sink the Cheerio. Mm. Just saying. Well, I, I guess... read it on the internet years back of ways to sort of get your boy used to peeing in there in the toilet. So See, now we just need to we haven't got any Cheerios, but we got those choco <laughs> pillow things that okay. you've got. You stick that in the toilet so you look like something else, but Oh, that would be so funny. I would get, get you to go in there and pee and... <laughs> no, because you'd probably frigging get it all over the place. Hang on a minute. My aim is true. Uh, uh, okay, but I'm just saying. Why are you saying I would get it all over the place? I'm because not you try just... to be aiming for it and get it all over the place. Whereas, anyway, why are we talking about pee? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you started it. I mean, yesterday. we were. I mean, we did have a pretty cool topic. We have got a good topic, which we're going to go into in a minute. <laughs> I just want to. Um, I just want to mention before we go into that a very big thank you to a chap by the name of Steve Morrison, who has been our first buy a coffee contributor. Can I use it? So because. I'd really like a caramel frappuccino. You can kiss my ass. From Starbucks. What do you mean? It's half mine. Can we get one and share it? Well, no. The idea of buy a coffee is that you would, you would rather than actually, it's not physically buying us a coffee. They give the money that a coffee would cost. Well, I know, but... Goes, uh, Listen, right. Let me, let me just tell you this. I it, did, go, it goes specifically to the podcast. And since I am part of this podcast, fueling me fuels the podcast. Well, it's, true, it's, true, true, true. But I did some maths, and I don't know whether I should let you in on this. You probably shouldn't. I have worked out that at the moment it's costing us around £49 a month. 
to do the podcast. Yeah, right? you probably shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> and since September 2017, which is when we first started this, we have spent £619. That is not including equipment. So not got, including equipment. Not including equipment. So we got about three to four hundred pound odd. We have we've cleared a grand so far that this podcast has cost us. So wow. Steve, we really really appreciate you you giving us some money towards that. Hopefully, other people will join you and do the same. Uh, it's going to keep this podcast alive. Uh, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, we have had conversations over the last couple of months as to whether we're going to continue it because it is a financial burden, albeit that we do. You know, well, we do enjoy we like it. it. No, I'm saying we yeah. do enjoy it, but it is a financial burden. And over these trying times, it's been something that we've we've considered knocking on the head to try and save money. And that's why we started this Buy a Coffee campaign. So if anyone else can do the same, head along to our website or check the show notes on this podcast. There is a link to the Buy a Coffee. Uh, and if you can give something towards it, that would be greatly appreciated. And once again, Steve Morrison... Thank you very, very much. Honestly, it really is appreciated. All right. And, and so no, you're not getting a coffee. It's going towards uh, that 49 quid this month. Okay. But now that we're done shaking our little beggar cup, can we get on with the fun stuff? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So this all came about really from you talking about Cheerio pissing yesterday. Cheerio pissing. All right. All right. And so I was really interested then in the kind of things that parents do. And, and maybe lies that they tell to try and get their kids to behave in a certain way or to do things in a certain way. And you haven't seen any of this, so I'm getting your reaction as if it was our listeners' reactions, okay? Because mm-hmm, so I've got free, ears. Feel free to question. Or, so I or am a listener. Whatever. And also feel free to admit if you have done this as well. You gonna? I, I'll admit it if I've done it. All but right. I've got to say the ones I've read so far, I haven't done... <laughs> but there are some really good ones. Well, I don't know. There was that one real big whopper that we told when we got married. And Bryce was like, Mom, what are you doing? And I said, oh, we're wrestling. I said we're wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Bryce came walking Oh, no, on yeah, because you said that. And then I took him upstairs and put him back. But he was like, who's winning? <laughs> yeah. So I was like... We reminded, <laughs> we reminded him of that recently. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to I used to have a lie whereby when I when I used to take my because I used to uh, teach a martial arts class on the way to the martial arts class every every week we passed this big factory and this factory was bellowing out all of this white smoke and the girls my my daughters said to me. You know, what's that what's that smoke coming out of there? And you don't want to say, well, it's pollution or whatever, because yeah. they're young kids. So I said it was a cloud machine. It makes clouds because it was pumping out this white smoke. They loved it. And every time we went past it, they said, look at the cloud machine. Now, they, well, actually, my eldest called me a liar. She said, she said, you lied to me. You lied to me about that, that cloud machine. It wasn't a cloud machine after all. Well. <laughs> but, you know. What was what was the better thing at the time? You don't want your kids to worry no. about things like pollution at that age, do you? When I lied to Bryce about having a dog that had to go to sleep, I had to take him, take her to be put to sleep, but I didn't realize it was going to be that bad when I went. So Bryce wanted to come with me, and I said, "No, no, no, you you stay here, and we'll be right, we'll be back." So I get home, and he goes, "Mom, where's the dog?" 
So then I have to have a discussion about how she was really sick and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you lied. You killed my dog. You said you were going to bring her home and you killed my dog. I felt horrible. Aww. It was awful. Ah. Well, going on later on, there is actually something about pets in this. So. Well, I do hope they're they're a lot funnier than that. They are funnier than that. Yeah, you Good. really put a dampener on the show now. Um, <laughs> So, how many people have actually said to their kids, they don't sell replacement batteries for that toy? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I, I never thought of that one. But then again, he didn't really have anything with batter- batteries except for his um, Xbox controller doohickeys, and they were rechargeable. So. Yeah. So, this person says, my flatmate grew up on a farm and was told by her parents that their TV only worked when it rained. <laughs> she believed this for far too long. Wow. <laughs> it's a good way to get kids out, though, isn't it, out of the house? Um, This is cracking one. I was told that every person only gets 10,000 words per month. If you reach the <laughs> limit, you couldn't physically speak until the new month began. My dad... Oh, sorry. All my dad had to say was, careful, you're already at 9,000 words, and it would shut me right up. <laughs> I've got to try that on you. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> um, my father always said that animals on the side of the road were just taking a nap to keep the road, uh, because the road was nice and warm. Aww. Road see, that, kill. That, see, that's the kind of thing I mean about the cloud thing. You don't really want to tell your kids, oh, that's a dead animal on the side yeah, of the road, yeah. do you? You know. My dad said Pulp Fiction was a documentary about oranges so that I wouldn't want to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Royale with (laughs) G's. What was that that thing that I'd love to learn that thing that um, Samuel L. Jackson says? You know, he has that line, doesn't he? He says before he... he, Oh, yeah, I don't know it either. I mean, I know the one you're talking Mm. about. Uh, living on the West Coast, my friend would show the East Coast feed of the New Year's Eve countdown to her kids. They were always in bed by nine. Brilliant. Yes, that is a good idea. <laughs> that is a really good idea. Wow, I wish I'd have thought of that. Yeah, well, <laughs> what we should do is video it. Oh, there's me. Look how old I am. Record it. Yeah. From the previous year <laughs> and then show it. But then again, I guess they're, they're constantly talking about welcoming in. You know, a new year, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I, I know of someone who actually recorded the lottery, the national lottery draw, mm-hmm. and the following week they bought the previous week's winning numbers. Uh-huh. And then at the time the lottery usually came on, because the family would all sit down and, and check their things, he played <laughs> he played the recording of last oh week's lottery. Oh, my God. And he gave his wife the ticket, so she was marking it off. Uh-huh. And she went fucking loopy because they won the lottery. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, he, I think, he was not a popular man after yeah, that. <laughs> I think if you ever did that to me, then I would kill you and I would win the lottery. So get life insurance. You, you know, in, 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 <laughs> yeah, in the UK, there's sweets called polos. The mints, it, I think they call them lifesavers where, you, where you're from. Like, Mentos. Well, no, lifesavers. I think they're called. They're they're like um, little round things with a hole in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But they do mint ones here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do those lifesavers. Okay. Yeah. So they've Breast always savers. I don't know. Lifesavers. Yeah, we do. Them. So they're cool. But anyway, because I asked you why they were called lifesavers, and you said they're like a rubber ring that you throw in if you want to save someone's life in the pool. I don't know if that's true or not. 
Just made it up. <laughs> it's like you told me. <laughs> but anyway, there was. I, I remember watching this comedian once, and he was talking about winding up like shop owners, and he said that if you go into a shop, like have some polos, as we call here, um, in your pocket, ready. But you know they've got that sort of almost plasticized foil at the end yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Well, you can open it up and you can roll up a banknote like a five pound note or whatever and slip it down inside the thing and then seal it back up again it looks like it's normal mm-hmm. and in this country they've always got those polos on a stand by the counter so you know you can go up and you can say to the guy behind the counter oh how much is that you know how much is that jägermeister for instance behind the counter yeah. and he'll turn around and look at it and as he does you make out like you've just pulled up pulled a pack of polos out and you go oh no sorry right, then don't worry i'll just have these right oh so you've, you've done you, this have you but then you open you open the end of the polos out you tap it the five pound note comes out you pay for the polos he won't want to give you the change but he will right <laughs> he'll you then walk out the shop turn the corner come back a couple of steps glance in the window and watch him opening all the fucking polos <laughs> <laughs> so oh yeah. wow Here's one. Uh, We got our daughter to eat fish by calling it Argentinian chicken. That worked for a long time until grandma came and screwed it all up. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of my ex-mother-in-law. She had this thing about salt, right? And and there's this thing you can buy here called low salt. Yeah. And it doesn't taste massively different. It really doesn't. But it's low sodium, so it's better for you. And I used to use it all the time in cooking. And she saw me using it one time when I was cooking Sunday dinner. And she wouldn't eat the vegetables or the potatoes because she said they were cooked in low salt with low salt <laughs> and she wouldn't eat them, right? Mm-hmm. So it made me really mad because, I, you know, I, I'd done that and all she did was left it. So the next time she was due to come over, I replaced the salt in the salt cellar with low salt. Right? Uh-huh. So she thought that was the real salt. Yeah, and left the, left some more low salt in the low salt uh-huh. container. So I made a point when she was over saying, "I'm using real salt. Don't worry." And I use, and I put what she thought was the real salt in there. She ate the whole thing and said it was lovely, much better with this salt. <laughs> uh, um, Grandpa told me there's a tube connecting my belly button to my butt, and that if I unscrew my belly button, my butt will fall off. <laughs> Uh, here's another one that was told to the kids uh, if you eat enough vegetables your body makes them taste like candy oh nice and it never worked I'd have to give up after a while because you know she had to give them candy in between at some point mm. right? I'd have been like well it's alright I don't need it that bad <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't learn how to read your voice disappears Apparently this one works surprisingly well because my son came down with strep and it freaked him the hell out. (laughs) My dad used to tell me that Santa was tired of cookies and milk and that he wanted Doritos and beer instead. This went on for years. Nice. (laughs) The rumble strips on the highway are for blind drivers. Took me seven years to realise that. Well played, Dad. Have you noticed that there's a theme here that it's the fathers that are doing all of this? Oh, actually, here's one. My mum tells my sister the internet lady turns the internet off at 6pm every night. Nice. Cool. Um, 
My parents got me to eat calamari by calling them Italian onion rings. I can see that, but I still don't like it. I can't stand the smell of it. (laughs) 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 Uh, Dad told me that if the turn signal on the car stayed on too long, the car would flip over. I still get anxious. (laughs) 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 I remember my dad told me once that there was a programme here in the UK, all the UK listeners will probably uh, remember this, called Street Hawk. And you know, like Airwolf mm-hmm. and, and Night Rider were vehicles that were like above and beyond mm-hmm. what a vehicle could do at that point. Yeah. So Street Hawk was the same sort of thing, but it was about a motorbike. And I was mad on motorbikes as a kid. And my father told me to get me off of being so interest, interested in it all the time. He said that the motorbike they used was actually a Honda C50 moped that they just put a body kit on. And it <laughs> ruined the show for me. And I subsequently went into school and ruined it for all of my mates because I told them as well. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad ruined Street Hawk for a generation of kids yeah, in our area. In your area, yeah. Yeah. Um, when my daughters were little, I told them that if they burped, farted, and sneezed at the same time, they would turn inside out. <laughs> um, this is a this is a sick one. When we went to the store, my mom used to say, "Every time you touch something, a kitten dies." Oh, that's mean. I know, and I'm going to get real real hate mail now for saying something bad about a cat. People go, "What's anything nuts bad about, about a, cat? a cat?" No, no, I know, I know. People do go nuts about cats on the internet. Yeah, they you do. can't say anything about a cat on the internet. Um, I told my kids that if they didn't behave while waiting in the drive-through line, they'd get a sad meal. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> my mum told me that when an earthquake happened, it was because our planet was fighting with another planet. I believed that crap until second grade. <laughs> <laughs> My mum's friend got tired of asking her kids to eat... Sorry. Uh, I'll I'll read that again. My mum's friend got tired of her kids asking to eat her scallops when they were out in a restaurant. So she told them they were dolphin balls. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) My dad told his grandmother that the marijuana plant in his room was a Colombian tomato plant. She thought this was very exotic and lovely that he had such an interest in gardening. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, someone said, oh, no, this isn't Coke. It's really just black water, and you wouldn't like it. Ew. How'd they get the fizzy stuff in there, though? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was told that if I swallowed my gum, my poop would bounce up and down in the toilet. I cried every time I accidentally <laughs> swallowed some gum. <laughs> now, when I was a kid, they always used to say if you swallowed gum, it never actually went through your body and came out, so that every time you swallowed your gum, you were leaving gum inside you for, yeah. Huh. Well, I was told that if you swallow your gum, it comes knotted inside you. It what? It will actually become knotted inside you. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it comes out, you know. This is a horrendous one, and I really want to know what this guy was thinking, um, telling his kids this. I mean, I, I get the fact that he's trying to keep them safe, but I think you can go a little too far. 
my dad told me oil stains on the street were little kids that got run over because they didn't hold anyone's hand while crossing the street. Ew. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm never going to look at oil wow. stains on the roadside anymore. I know. Anymore. And you know what sucks is, you know when you're driving down the road and it's just kind of misting here? I'd never seen it until I moved here, which is really weird. But when water comes off the tires, it looks like rainbows. Yeah. Right? And and even and then like so the oil has that same sort of iridescence, so it can look pretty. I don't know why he said that. That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's not I've cool. Of, I've but... often wondered why, because like we got a street outside our house, and I I have never seen anyone knocked down by a car outside of our house. Good thing. But occasionally you'll find like a shoe in the road. What the fuck? Where's the shoe come from? What is this? Someone just sort of like hopping around on one foot? Yeah, just delivering a shoe once in a while. Oh, that road could do with a shoe. Yeah, I don't know. You know, and or if there was an accident, why didn't the ambulance person pick the shoe up? Or the policeman? They come and clean the scene up. You know, they clear up all of the all of the glass and everything else. Fuck it, we'll leave the shoe. Decoration. Maybe that come from another. That came from you know another dimension. And it popped through or something. Moving on. It could have happened. We were just talking about this weird kind of stuff the other week. Yeah, yeah, but I really don't think there's interdimensional shoes coming and cluttering our roads up. You don't think, but you don't know. Well, I mean, that's true. There could be a time slip and a shoe could have been left from maybe... Thank you. Maybe there was an accident there in a parallel universe and then the shoe bled over it. Yes, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Play Kate Just, the wife. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife's parents used to tell her that dandelions were illegal and they would get fined Stop if she didn't remove them, them from the yard. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so she would go around picking all of the dandelions from the yard, all of the weeds. That's funny. When I was a kid, I used to pick the dandelions and bring them to my mother. As as a little bouquet, and eventually she told me they're nothing but pretty weeds. <laughs> so then I stopped. Say again. I used to go outside on purpose and pick dandelions and make a little bouquet of them and take them in and give them to my mother. Yeah, but that's nice as a kid. They're just, yes, they're just pretty flowers. But flower, she told it? me that they're actually just weeds, so I stopped. Ah. Yeah, she said, you know these are just weeds, right? Uh, I used to pick them from my mother when I was a kid, and my <laughs> mum used to say, oh, they're beautiful, thank you. Fuck knows what she did with them afterwards, because I never Threw saw them trash. around the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I told my son, who's afraid of clowns, that ice cream trucks were driven cl- by clowns. He heard that music and sprinted to his room every time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Bryce was frightened the clowns? Yeah. I was when you said something about clowns. I was thinking about it. it I was used to be petrified. Cool. We used to we used to go into a mall in. Um, it was White Marsh, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. White Marsh in Maryland, and um, we used to go into a mall, and they had a a, a clown in there in the food court area, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And, and he was selling balloons, or she, whatever it she, was. It was a she selling balloons, helium balloons that were all up, so you could pick a balloon and. Yeah, and Bryce wouldn't he, he wouldn't terrified. concentrate on his food, he wouldn't drink anything, you know, he was constantly terrified. So one time when we were there, um we actually sat down 
and and I asked the clown to come over, and I've never seen such a petrified, <laughs> such a petrified Bryce. But we spoke to her, and she told us that she's a grandmother, and that she has grandchildren too, and all the rest of it. What and do you she mean was really too? Cool. This was way before grandchildren entered our lives. Yeah, okay, but okay. But I'm just saying that she had children. Yeah, you know, she didn't like eat them or anything. You know. Well, that's good. But it's weird, isn't it, that at a young age... I mean, Bryce hadn't seen a horror movie with a clown at that point, mm. so why was he afraid of clowns? Yeah, and he hadn't gone to the circus yet. Yeah, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Well, I mean, I mean, if you really think about it, right? Seriously, clowns are kind of scary. Really? You think so? Like, yes, I do. I do. I mean... You know, somebody's walking up to you with this weird wig and their nose is around. I'm talking about when you're young. I mean, they are scary. Well, I don't there's know. No, there's uh, no Disney. They might have a funny no, nose, but you press it, it goes. <laughs> but there's no Disney shows that have uh, clowns in them or anything, is there? You know, there's no. Um, just, Sorry, we just had to pause that then because we had an Amazon delivery. This is the joy of doing it live. Yeah, yeah. But it's a brand new kettle. You're going to make me some tea? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a kettle. Are you going to make me some tea? Why do you? I don't say kettle. Yes, you do. I say kettle. Kettle. You say it a little funny. My grandmother <laughs> told my mom. My grandmother told my mum that the right boob was for white milk and the left was for chocolate milk. She believed that until she took sex ed in high school. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why would people... Well, I suppose if you're told from a young age, you would believe it, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but then, I mean, that would sort of kind of encourage somebody to want to have a boob, wouldn't it? Did they ever do I that mean, thing in school? You know, milk, you, you, milk, lemonade, round the back, chocolates made. Did you ever do that? Yes, I vaguely remember this from when I was very young. Or some you sort got of an variation. Memory. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Unless I'm stressed. When I get stressed, it all the shit just goes right out the window, out the window, through the ears, whatever. My dad told me when I was really little that graveyards were just people farms. Oh, that's even scarier than saying it's where dead people are. Hmm. My mum told me the 7-Eleven was only open 7pm to 11pm, and that 7pm was far too late for a Slurpee. Oh. <laughs> Uh, my grandma would point at armoured money trucks outside of stores and tell me that those are the trucks that they take misbehave, misbehaving children away in. Oh, I like that. Although I don't see money That's trucks scary, so much. though. Well. You tell your kid that you're going to get taken away in that truck if they're naughty? Well, it worked, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Uh, my dad always told me that he was terrified of mice and rats, so that's why we couldn't go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid of mice and rats that fucking play music. Oh, they always my stood there God. in that band type thing. So there's going to be a lot of people listening who have no clue what Chuck E. Cheese is. Chuck E. Cheese, guys, um, here would be similar to um, a... It's it's like a, a cafe restaurant type thing. It's like a pizza parlor plunked in the middle of a whole bunch of um, video games in an arcade. That's about... 
Yeah, yeah, but Chuck E. Cheese is this rat, this this human-sized rat that is like their Ronald McDonald, basically. Uh, no, he is not Ronald McDonald. No, he's like their Ronald McDonald. He's their he mascot, is- isn't he? Oh, right. I, was, yeah, that's what I'm I saying. thought you were saying that he no, no, kind of... He's, he's there, Ronald McDonald. The, the big, right. the big, why, whatever made them think that a, a giant human-sized rat would, would be the thing to go for? I don't know, but... Anyway, Chuck E. Cheese always played this like this this like music, didn't they? Yeah. In there. And they had like this aut- automaton. I Automatic. The, the, it was a fake display of dancing. Of dancing. Chuck E. Cheese's <laughs> and all of his friends. Yeah, and, and playing music and playing the drums and guitars and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, look it up on the internet, guys. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some YouTube. I was around. worried. I thought you were trying to say that Chuck E. Cheese was kind of on par with Ronald McDonald, and I was going to say Chuck E. Cheese no was awesome. Way. He was awesome, but no, no, I don't mean he was awesome. He was shit. Chuck E. Cheese, the place was awesome. It was, and it's like the fairgrounds that you go to here, where. A lot of the games you win tickets and the tickets and you can use to redeem really shitty stuff that the kids want, which is just ridiculous because they'll spend three hours getting 5,000 tickets and come away with a, a, a racer. Uh, and it's a good place to go because there is somebody at the door whose sole job is to stamp people who come in and not let any children out unless they're with a parent and they check. The, you know, because it was like they'd check with the little black light type thing on the hand to see uh-huh. if both, you know, the kid and the parent had a a matching a stamp. And yeah. yeah, yeah, really cool. So, um, so the point was that you you go in there and you didn't you didn't have to if you lost sight of your kid, you know, the, they were still in there. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um. But anyway. My parents told me that if I put pushed the reset button on the power outlet, the house would explode. Wow. Uh, every time you lie, baby Jesus gets diarrhea. Oh, see, now that wouldn't bother me because I'd be like, well, I'm not changing the diapers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. This shit probably don't stink anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't leave the dome light on in the car at night because it blinds other drivers. Well, now, you know, when I was little, we'd be driving down the road, you know, and we didn't have the one that came on automatically. But sometimes as a kid, I would turn it on and and, and I would always get told, don't don't leave that on because... But it's bullshit when you think about it because how many buses did you see driving past no, with no, the lights no, on? No, no, I know that. I'm just saying that maybe, maybe parents told that one because maybe there was some reason they actually believed it. Or maybe I was just gullible. And believed it, but or mm. I mean, my mother maybe maybe that was something got told to her. I don't know, but I yeah. did. I I was told that when I was for a, a kid. while. I did think it was illegal to drive with that interior light on, but it's not because I otherwise, it was too. otherwise buses wouldn't be able to operate, would they? Um, my mom told me that every grain of rice I wasted would indicate the number of dents on my face when I grow up. <laughs> Um, my dad told me that pushing the recline button on an airplane seat helped the plane take off, and that if not enough people pushed it, the plane would probably crash. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he is some businessman today who still probably does that. Yeah. <laughs> my mom told me that drag racers were two men running up and down the street in women's clothing. 
<laughs> I, I like that one. <laughs> we couldn't go to Burger King because Burger King was only for royalty. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm glad nobody told me that because I love me some Burger King. Well, this is another. This is another woman who uh, it seems to be the women. The blokes tend to do the funny stuff. The women tend to do the really frightening stuff. Grandma said, "If you wander off, the boogeyman will kill you and make you into sausage." Wow, there's the. I, you know, I I do remember my mother telling me that if I ran ran off or got lost or something, the boogeyman would come get me. Yeah, yeah, I remember that kind of thing. But when you look at Things like fairy tales. Um, they were quite frightening, really, weren't you? Think of Hansel and Gretel, where they well, were trying yeah, to cook they them. Were. And, you know, they, yeah. I guess that those kind of Aesop's fables type things, some of those times the message was like, be careful. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, generally they were. I used to love Little Red Riding Hood. That was like... That's another one, going to get eaten. Hmm. There was, if you wander off. There was uh, Sam the Sham and what I can't remember like, uh, who did that Little Red Riding Hood song. I used to love that. Pretty sure it was that's who did it. I don't know. But anyway, it was cool. Well, those were all on Board Panda, which was re- really interesting um, and some really good stuff on there. Uh, take a look at that website in general, because if you are literally a bored panda, um, there's loads of stuff on there to keep you occupied. Um, it's quite a, quite a decent website, actually. I'm trying to think of lies that I told Bryce that were for his own good, but I really don't remember any. I mean, he got genuinely pissed off with me when he found out Santa Claus wasn't real, because I made him believe it for another like year or two, because... He said, uh, "He said, well, I'm going to write him a letter and ask him to write back to me. This is, he left this with the milk and cookies, right? And he was like, and I, I'm going to get him to write back, get him to write back to see if he's real. So I had to go downstairs and I used my left hand and I was like, right, you know, replying to this letter. And he woke up the next morning and I showed him and he was like, oh my gosh. And he was still, I mean, most kids probably already figured it out. And then he went to school, um, when he went back to school and told everybody that Santa was real because he had his autograph and he wrote, and Santa wrote him, wrote to Mm. him. So That's like my girls. We went to Lapland, as you know, and um, they... They went and met Father Christmas in his in his, where he lives, you know, and his elves and all the rest of it. And as far as they were concerned, Santa was real, and they they believed in Santa right up, way past what the other kids in their school did. And they they would say, "Well, no, he is real because we've been there, we've seen it." Yeah. Why and on then, earth would our parents pay thousands of pounds uh, <laughs> to take yeah. him to another country? And for then, a um, so anyway, when he did finally figure it out, he was really mad at me, and he goes. <laughs> He goes, so I guess the tooth fairy's not real either. And I went, nope. (laughs) Double (laughs) whammy. He really mad at me, though. Uh, Well, sorry. Because he kept, he he would say, Mom, how come when I lose a tooth here, I get $5? And when I lose a tooth at my dad's, I get $2. And I went, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But, um, 
So, yeah, he was probably probably when he had a loose tooth and he knew he had to go to his dad's. He was probably standing in there wiggling it, trying to get it to come out before he left. So he- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you've got any ideas of things or any memories of things that your parents used to say to you or any things that maybe you say to your kids, then let us know and maybe we'll uh, share them with our listeners. We've got something interesting coming up on a future show. Um, episode 100 is coming. Yay! So stay tuned Woo! to see what we're doing then. We are going to be doing something a little bit different. We're not going to tell you what yet, but you will see. Mm, that's the carrot to tell people to come back, is it? Yeah, yeah, you got it, haven't you? Yeah, so if you think we suck now, just come back in number a- a 100 and we'll show you that maybe we suck even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I ha- do have a story that I did say I was going to share. Uh, Johnny messaged us, and uh, he gets in touch quite often. It's always nice to hear from Johnny. And he told us of something that's happened uh, to him, a story that's happened a few months ago. So he said, a few months ago, I was laying on the love seat in the living room with our cat around 2 a.m. in the morning. We both heard my wife come out from the master bedroom and walk up the hallway. I was expecting her fingers to run through my hair, as she often does, to scare me. To paint a picture of the living room, the love seat faces the front window and the door, while the back is toward the dining room and hallway. As we both didn't hear her voice or feel her fingers in my hair, I decided to sit up in the love seat where I could see into the kitchen. Both the cat and I heard footsteps in the kitchen and then I saw the refrigerator door open. As I looked into the kitchen, I called out Melinda, my wife's name, but no answer was returned. Grabbing a small flashlight nearby, I shot the light into the kitchen and didn't see anything, including the light from the refrigerator. I got up and checked the kitchen area. The refrigerator door was closed. Then both the cat and I walked down the hallway toward the bedroom. I opened the master bedroom, lit the room up with a flashlight and found that Mel was still sleeping in bed. I did check the other bedrooms and found everything to be okay. In the morning I told Mel of the episode. She swore she was quite asleep at the time and to this day I can't explain the incident. Yeah, that's scary. Considering that he and the cat heard, and the cat... Yeah, because animals normally react to dogs and cats. I mean, animals generally... And if there's something they're afraid of or not, or or if there's something out of place or out of the ordinary, they will react to it, you know? And so the cat must have believed that it was Melinda actually coming down there, because if it thought that it was something else that might be threatening, it probably would have reacted... Would have shot off and went somewhere. Exactly. Or the their fur stands on end and all that sort of stuff, mm, don't they? Mm. This reminds me of our dog the other day. There was a hot air balloon. Like, you could see it from our backyard. See it from our backyard. It was a couple of feet above our backyard. Right. And the dog went bonkers <laughs> because she didn't know what it was and she was afraid of it. And those, and, and, and when they actually light that, that mm. flame, that's loud. Well... So she had that incident. Then she had the incident where she was afraid of a flipping soccer ball, football, that came into our yard yeah, and wasn't even moving. I was going to say, incidentally, it didn't like come into the room while she was out there. It just happened to be sat in the yard because someone else had obviously kicked it over. Um, she walked out into the garden, saw it was there, and was barking like. I hell know. It's poor. like, and if it, and, and the funny thing is, she sounded all mean and like, "This is my yard. Get out of here." 
But if somebody came in the yard, she'd flip the freak out. I know. I know. She's ridiculous. So, anyway, so funny. and bubbles. There were the bubbles. Yeah, yeah. The neighbor's kids were blowing bubbles in the garden and, and they flew over into the gar- our garden and our dog ran into the house and jumped straight into her little cage that she's got. <laughs> Unbelievable. I tell you what, my street, street cred goes right down when I'm with her. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Try to take her for a walk, this frilly little dog who's scared of her own shadow. It's funny, though, because when we go out for a walk, she is actually getting braver with other dogs now. Mm. But to the point where I think, because she starts barking at them, I think if this dog actually comes over and barks back, she's, she's gonna really going to crap herself. herself. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, there we go. Sorry for our ramblings, guys. You asked unedited, and that's what you got. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us once again. Don't forget you can get hold of us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and also via email. Our email address is mail at weirdwackywonderful.co.uk. Please do hit up our website, weirdwackywonderful.co.uk, and if you can afford it, please do uh, click that buy a coffee link and uh, help us out with the show. Because I want a caramel frappuccino. You can (laughs) whistle for that caramel frappuccino. Now, see, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, we'll do this. No, no. If we get enough buyer coffees to cover the cost of the podcast this month, then I will go out and buy you a caramel frappuccino. Right. Now, y'all hear this, right? This is the same guy who one day, just because I was sad and I was unaware, came into my work with a caramel frappuccino for me just to make me feel better. A few years down the line, what'd I get? Uh, can I just say that a little while ago you were sad and I said to you, come on, we're going out for a drive. And you said, where are we going? And I drove you to McDonald's. Now, well, can I just say before okay. everyone laughs at this, before everyone laughs at this, <laughs> like you are the best date ever because <laughs> you don't want to go, you don't want to go to a fancy restaurant and have to dress up and all that sort of stuff. You're happy to go to a drive through McDonald's and sit in the car Stuffing your face with a burger. All right. No, no, I'm saying that's, 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 so I'm saying that, you know, when you're sad. Shit. For you, I was a cheap and easy date, wasn't I? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that having to travel thousands of miles to America would be classed as easy. I didn't travel. You did. That's my point. (laughs) I didn't find it easy. (laughs) Well, that's true, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you once again for listening. Really do appreciate it. And tune in again next time on the Weird Wacky Wonderful Stories podcast. But until then, make sure you stay. Weird you. What? You. uh, (laughs) I was going to do something. You. uh, I was going to do something. Go on. What were you going to do? Nothing? Yeah. Just, just, no, no, go on. All right, fine. Make sure you stay. Weird. Wicky, wicky, weird. <laughs> wacky. Wicky, 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 wacky. <laughs> oh, you snorted and wonderful. Wicky, 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 wonderful. <laughs>